0: Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
1: Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try on
2: everyone good morning welcome to bet the edge powered by points bet with Dinsick, the happiest guy on the planet right now i'm just your host sarah (laughs) perlman thanks for being with us today really great show coming up the birthday prop king von delzell coming on today he has a unique look on thursday football for tonight he's going to tell us where he sees value on the board in college basketball as well And later in today's episode, Drew and I are gonna dig into coach of the year market, handicapping not just the favorites, but also some possible long shots. And of course, you gotta stick around till the very end of the show to hear our edge of the day, which are our best bets on the board. But we begin on this football Thursday um, with a little extra cash in our pockets. Drew took home some future winners um in some fun markets in the NFL. Um we can get into that in just a bit, Drew. In all sincerity, how are you doing? What's going on? I'm I'm super excited for this Thursday night football game.
0: Oh yeah, that was uh that was a fun turn of events last night. I made one first coach fired bet. It was Urban Meyer at fifty to one. So uh, that was graded a winner last night at the uh, dismissal of uh, Urban Meyer. And again, you declare me the happiest person on the well, I mean, I think all of Jaguars Nation can, uh, can yeah. breathe a sigh of relief because uh, rather than continue to force this experiment in the wrong direction, they get a hard reset this offseason which i think is best for everyone involved so uh, yes and i guess i should
2: quickly say i took the texans um earlier in the week i bought out of that i recommend the same they're probably going to come out with some fire underneath them and get a win now so just a recommendation maybe look at the other side if you did back my texans play i think news with it with a head coach firing with everything going on in that organization is going to give this team a boost for jacksonville so bought out of that one true
0: yeah, and uh, it's uh, probably the right call. <laughs> I mean, there's a huge elephant that is no longer in the room. Uh, and there are, you know, by every account, a lot of the guys in the chemistry in that locker room was totally disrupted because everyone, yes. or at least, you know, they were galvanized around hating their head coach. Uh, so now that he's gone, you know, the pressure and the uh, the, the energy and the spirit probably all totally. reasonably expecting you're going to get an honest performance out of those guys this week. Now, they may stink. <laughs> That's, you know, I wouldn't say that Jacksonville is going to play great just because of this, but... But, uh, you know, certainly the uh, the pressure is off of off of them. And now between these two clubs, you would say that, uh, you know, we're back to Houston being the more dysfunctional of the two franchises. So how the worm turns.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Two dysfunctional, maybe one a little bit less. So we'll stay away from that game. Uh, my recommendation to buy out of it. But yes, Jacksonville fires Urban Meyer. Drew had a ticket on that first coach fired. Cash that. So now a little bit of extra money in our pockets. Heading into Thursday night football for week 15. This is the game that I've been looking forward to for quite some time. In my opinion, best Thursday night football matchup We've seen all season and we'll see all season this year. We're looking at the Chiefs playing the Chargers. um, Who doesn't want to watch Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert in prime time? You're crazy if you don't. Chiefs now laying three points, the total 52 and a half. Wish I grabbed the four when it was available. Obviously, some money's now come in on the Chargers to get it done at home and cover that four. I broke down this game over the week, gave out a prop with Justin Herbert going over 284 and a half passing yards. That was my favorite look for this game. I'm curious to hear your breakdown for Thursday night football, Drew, and where you're leaning in this matchup.
0: Yeah, so basically all of the late news this week in this market cycle has been positive Chargers, Mm -hmm. negative Chiefs. It seems like we are going to get, you know, outside of Rashawn Slater, who obviously matters, who is an absolute beast at left tackle. uh, All of the other guys that matter for the Chargers sound like they're going to go. Austin Eckler, who seemed the least likely, has been given the A-OK to participate. He will probably get a limited number of carries and touches, but still having him on the field as a dynamic weapon is going to be important. Derwin James, Asante Samuel Jr. seem ready to take the field as well. That huge, huge, those are huge, huge pieces for this Los Angeles Chargers defense that has the personnel and the, and the blueprint to stop and limit Pat Mahomes so at least for me this is all this is all all signs go chargers really i don't see any realistic sign that tells you that this shouldn't be a pickem the chargers and the chiefs are pretty equal strength across the board realistically herbert's going to be under pressure in this one even without chris mm-hmm. jones on the field for kansas city they're going to be able to generate a pass rush against the weak chargers offensive line so i lean under in this one as well um, uh, market has not agreed with me there. This is up to 52 and a half, a ton of that. I, I believe is probably based on people looking at some of the pieces missing for this chiefs defense and thinking that they're going to look like the chiefs defense that was on the field. The first time these two teams played, uh, I still well, think also this, just yeah. on
2: the other side of the ball, I was doing a deeper dive last night into this sure. game. Think about the chargers and the way they're set up. They want you to run the ball. They're all for you running the ball on them. So it leans to the under as well. I was super confused to see this take up. This gets to 53, I would love 53 and a half even. Um, I jump all in on the under, but I like it at 52 and a half as well. I'm, I'm with you on that side.
0: Yeah, and I mean, the only case that, or at least where I'm scared a little bit, because again, I do have an under here. If the Chargers are as good as advertised in this one, and if they come out and they hang points, you don't ever feel great with the uh, Kansas City <laughs> Chiefs with their yeah. backs against the wall, you know, needing two score points. We have not seen one of those games in a while where the one opponent really, does amazingly well and the Chiefs just can't get anything done the only two that come to mind are uh, the Tennessee game where the Chiefs just couldn't get on the scoreboard and then of course the Super Bowl where the uh, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers executed absolutely the perfect game plan against the Chiefs so I'm hoping for one of those type of games easy chargers win no sweat under but uh, either way I think you build this one fairly this is the one of the best games of the week one of the best Thursday night football games we've had all season
2: Without a doubt. Super excited for this. Um, Just kind of to reiterate why I also like the under. Look, Amy. The the Chargers rank 32nd in DVOA against the run. I would probably see, I expect to see a more conservative run first, run heavy approach against the Chargers tonight. I'm fired up. I also like the Chargers. Wish i grabbed the four. Still like it at three, Um, but I'm with you in terms of loving the under. Everyone looks forward to the weekend and the NBC sports predictor app powered by points bet are making it even better by giving you a chance to win over $1 million this weekend contest start Saturday with college bowls, the PNC championship, as well as in the premier league. And on Sunday, $1 million, you guys up for grabs on Sunday night, seven in the saints and bucks matchup, download the predictor app from your app store or visit nbcsportscom slash predictor for more info. We don't even have to wait for the weekend for tonight's game. Let's welcome in the birthday guy himself, Von Delzell, to help us continue breaking down this Chiefs-Chargers matchup. Von, happy birthday, Big 28. Hope you're having a great day.
3: Yeah, they call 20 great, so hopefully uh, it is a great <laughs> day today. Uh, I didn't wake up as happy as Drew woke up, that's for sure. But uh Yeah, it was a great day. I'm excited to be here with you guys.
2: Okay, 20, great. That means we need 20 winners, or 28, whatever you want, on Twitter sent to Vaughn. I always say the joke winners only, but seriously, good bets. Send them to the Prop King birthday boy today. Um, We're going to try to get you some winners here, and hopefully, I know, as always, you will return the favor in the prop market. But let's break down and continue to break down this Chiefs-Chargers game. You kind of heard how Drew and I are attacking this game ultimately. Vaughn, I'm curious how you're looking at this one for tonight.
3: Yeah, so I was all about the Chiefs. There's a lot of money coming on the Chiefs, though. I saw points bets taken about 90%, uh, according to the NBC Edge Fighter, which was pretty alarming when I locked in my Chiefs minus three a couple days ago. So I watched this game, actually, on repeat. And, of course, the Chargers won 30-24 in the first meeting of the year. But Kansas City's defense is obviously not the same unit that we saw earlier in the season. Drew kind of just talked about that. They could be missing a couple guys tonight. So I do like the under, like you both said. But the Chiefs defense is forced multiple turnovers in five straight games on this six-game winning streak, which seemed impossible for this unit at the beginning of the season, 10.8 points per game during the winning streak. And, of course, Pat Mahomes, is he back? Maybe, question mark. Only three picks in the last six games. He had nine picks in the first seven this season. But historically, the Chiefs have got it done when they play the Chargers on the road. One thing that we don't talk about enough when it comes to the Chargers is how they don't have that home attendance, how a lot of teams come in there and have a ton of fans. I think they were going to see that with to the Chiefs tonight, where we have a ton of people in there wearing red. It's a red sea in LA, uh, where the Chiefs have won six straight against the Chargers on the road, and they've covered five of six. So this is going to be a tight game, but I think the Chiefs do get the win in the cover on a short week. Justin Herbert has only played one Thursday night football game in his career. So we will be on opposite sides, Drew. But at the same time, with all the public thinking what I'm thinking, I'm getting a little nervous, I'm not going to lie.
2: 82% oh, right now sitting uh, on the Chiefs at points bet.
0: I will tell you that um, it doesn't make sense to me to take the points with the chargers, the way that Brandon Staley, kind of his methodology, his mindset, he is going for broke out there. You know, he will go for it on fourth downs at the end of the game here. He is not trying to cover your spread. He is trying to win this football game. Uh, So if you're staring at this and you're like, well, I want to take the plus three so that I got the push protection in case the chiefs win by, well, they might win by three, but I think realistically, uh, Um, you know you have kind of a divergent uh, outcomes here either the Chargers play great and they win uh, or they're behind in you know Mm -hmm. for this game and they're going for on fourth down and it's not especially close so for that reason you know if you're going to get involved here I'd say either lay the points or take the money line but that's a uh, that's up to you the um, curious if you have a a stronger angle to be uh, you know higher expected value anywhere in the prop market as you look across the board for this primetime
3: football game. Yes, two guys I kind of targeted here. So we got a fun points bet booster. Up. It's going to be up for the game tonight. It's going to be Travis Kelsey and Keenan Allen to get 50-plus receiving yards, both those guys, at minus 105 odds. Now, I love both of these because when you look at the hit rates, success rates against the Chiefs and the Chargers, both these guys have got it done repeatedly. Travis Kelsey is 9-4 to 50-plus yards this season. He's hit 50-plus in four of the last five against the Chargers, and he's coming off two games where he did not have great outings. So I expect – Truly expect bounce-back performances here from Travis Kelsey on primetime because he was held about 27 yards in his last two games apiece. Then Keenan Allen, he's going to be fresh. He's coming off COVID. He was out for a week. He's hit this 50 or more yards in 10 out of 12 games uh, this season, plus against the Chiefs this year. And in his career, there's one game that he was injured where he didn't play against the Chiefs. In the 11 other games he's played against them, he's had 50 or more yards all 11 times. And he scored four of the last five. So I certainly like those two guys to get the run of the mill tonight and get fed because it's a short week, lack of preparation. These teams are going to feed their superstars. So I certainly like Keenan Allen and Travis Kelsey. And if you can still get Travis Kelsey around like the 65 to 67 and a half receiving number that's been out there, I like that too. I really feel like he's going to have a pretty big game tonight, a bounce back game for him
2: yeah i do love both of these looks travis kelsey as you've said and i had him in daily fantasy last week so i've been paying close attention to his performances as of late 27 yards over the last two games could be a really nice bounce back spot against this chargers defense our edge projection by the way which obviously uses our model to show which each player should have Keenan Allen 77 receiving yards and the projection coming out for Travis Kelsey 63.2 mm-hmm. so let's hope both of those goes under certainly the models in your favor for this one I'll tell you on those for our points that booster let's head to college basketball where I know you've been uh, handicapping and following very closely there's a large spread for Duke tonight of course mm-hmm. and per usual taken on App State they're laying 21 and a half points listen there's a lot of ways that you can make an argument for Duke to cover this monster yeah. But for me, if I don't see value on over 20 points, it's really hard to lay. So are there other ways to get involved with a matchup? Obviously, I know a lot of us want to get involved in.
3: Yeah, I definitely think if this spread was more 17 and a half, 18 and a half, I would have been all over Duke in this spot, no questions asked. But with the 21 and a half, you're asking for a lot here. So the best look on the board, in my opinion, is going to be App State's team total under 59 and a half points. I would play this down to the 58 and a half. We're already seeing some movement on this line. Tallest player on App State's starting lineup is six foot five. That's going to be an issue against Duke today. And Paulo Ranchero, Wendell Moore, and all these big guys that are, if they are shorter, like Duke's guards who are 6'4", 6'5", they are thick. We're talking 220, 215, 230. App State's guards are all around 175 and 185. And they're all small, like I said. So I love when you go
2: into this angle, by the way. It's my favorite, favorite Uh, angle. You have to look
3: at the size of some of these (laughs) teams, the minute continuity, all these important factors, because sometimes – You can find easy edges. And for App State, they have Adrian Delph. Outside of him, they don't really have anyone else that can score the basketball. So you limit him to a season average or below that, I mean, it could be a cakewalk. And when you look at what Duke's done this season, they held Army, Campbell, Gardner-Webb, Lafayette, all under 60 points. South Carolina State scored 62. I mean, we can say App State's pretty comparable to those teams. The only teams that hit the over versus Duke this year were Gonzaga, Kentucky, Ohio State, and the Citadel. Safe to say App State will not be putting their name in that hat. So... I like the under here for App State. You know, I took the week off, just wrote for NBC Sports Edge's website. We went 7-1 and one on the college basketball plays. I'm fixing the model. I like the unders a lot. And when you target an App State against a big school like this, when App State's best team they played has been Iona and Vermont, I mean, Duke can certainly make this a very, very ugly game. So they may cover the spread. They may win by 30. But I definitely like App State to struggle offensively in this game.
0: Fantastic, man. That's it's good. Yeah. And actually, you know, Duke number one in the nation in my uh, thick guard rankings. So uh, very, uh, very important angle for that one. Love that one. Curious if you see anything hot on the board in the NBA prop market as we have a relatively small card, only four games tipping off tonight and it's tough for me to find an edge in some of these sides. And my NBA has been pretty cold this week anyway, so I could use a winner. What do you got for me?
3: Oh, I got you, man. I took some time off. I've been watching a lot of NBA basketball as well. And one guy that I've been betting repeatedly is Sadiq Bey. All right. I came on here before and talked about him. He is cold, cold, cold. 21 points, rebounds, assists in his last meeting with the Pacers. But that came on 15 points and six rebounds with no assists. And and that was a month ago. In the last five games, however, he's averaging nine points, four rebounds, and a little bit over one assist per game. So that's about 14.6 points, rebounds, assists that comes out to. So a clear edge. Our NBC model has him at 15.9 tonight. But Sadiq Bey is not even shooting 30% uh in December right now from the field. He's struggling. And on the year, he's 16 and 10 to the under his 13 and a half point prop. So I like both those because he has 60% hit rates and 80% hit rates in his last 10 games, seven and one to the under 20 and a half. And now you're going against Brogdon, Miles Turner, Chris Duarte, Karis LeVert, holidays, and then DeMontis Sabonis, who may be on the move, who we don't know about it yet. He's uh, he's definitely going to be playing for a new team here soon, more than likely. So he should show out as well. It's going to be hard for Sadiq Bay to get some rebounds. Points could be hard to come by. So continue fading him. And if it was truly a great birthday, the Bulls would be playing today. But they got COVID issues. But hey, to everyone, stay safe. I know a lot of people with it, too. So I've been quarantining, as we talked about before this, this podcast. So Hopefully everyone's staying safe and uh, the Bulls can be back on the court soon. But Fade, Sadiq Bay tonight, I think it's a great bet.
2: Okay, well said across the board. We wish you nothing but the best birthday, 20 great. I hope all of these are winners and when your quarantine is over, you can get out and celebrate properly. Vaughn. Thanks again for coming on. Also, people listening, Vaughn will be on tomorrow with Drew here on Bet the Edge as I am out. I am traveling on a little bit of a vacation, so tune in tomorrow. I'm sure you'll get a ton of NBA and college basketball, probably some NFL bets as well. Vaughn's on Twitter at B Money Sports. Be sure to send him winners only and wish him a happy birthday. Vaughn, talk to you soon.
3: Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Drew. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest,
0: but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. (laughs) <laughs> That's definitely not a problem uh, Races, you did it You stumped this charming devil
1: I'm what you might call Very good at hide and seek And since we got Xfinity We have Wi-Fi All over the house Even in my super secret hiding spots So I can kill time in here By streaming my favorite Ha! Found ya you. How? You left to find my tablet on
2: Get wall to wall Wi Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply, not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary.
1: Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really.
2: Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better.
1: Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details.
2: We appreciate everyone of you guys listening and joining us here on Bet the Edge. Wherever you're listening, rate the podcast, sign up. We're giving you actionable information in just about 30 minutes or less every single weekday. These lines are crazy. They move quickly. So if you signed up, you're able to gain a quicker and more effective edge with us here.
0: And, of course, you can reach out to us on Twitter. If you're going to give Vaughn birthday winners, send them to me, too. I like winners just as much as the birthday boy. So reach out to me, at whale underscore capper. Send me your best pick on the board tonight. Uh, a lot of sports to cover, so I'm not handicapping everything. But, uh, by all means, let me know what you got. NHL winner? College basketball winner? I don't care. I'll, I don't discriminate. I'll take a, a footy winner. At whale underscore capper for me and at Sarah Perlman for Sarah.
2: You want some NHL winners? Call Matt Near. That guy's on yeah. fire. Came Woo! on earlier in the week. His um, ducks
0: last night again too. Did you see I that? know.
2: I know. My my Anaheim Ducks gear has been lost in the mail, but I'm getting it soon. <laughs> it. I get the approval. <laughs> oh, to we gotta local. go. We should
0: we should go up there. We're, 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 yes, we're, we're going to the Honda Center.
2: Yes, Yes. going to the Honda Center. We'll have a lot of money on the game. We could just sweat the entire time in the ice arena. That'll be fun. No, we will be going. Drew and I live close. We'll go to a Ducks game. Okay, we'll get back to hockey later next week. We got some NFL to break down here, and this next topic I want to get into is fascinating. Drew, it's Coach of the Year market because right now Bill Belichick at points bet plus 100 to win Coach of the Year. Did he win this award? And I haven't found out yet because plus 100 (laughs) is surely short odds. Cliff Kingsbury sitting at four to one. Not Lafleur. He's interesting to me. I'll get into that in a bit. Seven to one, Mike Rabel. Then twelve to one. Let's just end it there. I think we probably named most of the coaches that we find intriguing, unless there's one down further in the list that you like. So, Bill Belichick plus one hundred. You taking a shot? Shot on those odds, Drew?
0: No. Oh no. Uh, and it's funny, I've had like, I, I've had a couple of conversations with folks. I'm, you know, of course, curious of your opinion as well. Um, yeah. But, you know, there's been a couple of people who really aggressively handicap these awards markets and pick their brains and go back and forth. And you know, a sharp guy is like, oh, yeah, don't overthink it. Just check is still value at, at plus 100. And I'm like, are you like, huh? Like, OK, first of all, you're just to fill in all the details. They have not voted yet. This is still an open, open award, whatever. And honestly, in my opinion, what happens over these next four weeks is going to determine a lot more of who gets this award uh, than what has just been seen. And the fact that the Patriots are on the longest winning streak in the NFL, the fact that the Patriots are currently the one seed in the AFC, that is what's driving this price of, of plus 100. But realistically, in order for Belichick to win this, he's going to have to win the AFC East and get the one seed. I don't think he's going to get it if he is a lower tier seed uh, in his own conference, even if he wins the AFC East. And there is about a 25% chance he doesn't win the AFC East at all, at which case, if he sneaks into this AFC playoff picture as a wild card, he's out. I don't care how great this middle of the season run is. I don't care how great this defense has been. I don't care the fact that he's been doing it with a rookie quarterback. As a fifth seed, the Patriots and Bill Belichick are not getting this award. It is absolutely going to go to someone who gets a one or a two seed, and that you can kind of narrow down then who would qualify. Kingsbury's in the discussion, but let's be honest, Cardinals aren't getting the one seed. Cardinals probably going to be lucky to hold on to a three seed. More likely, they're going to end up in the four. Matt Lafleur. Now we're getting interesting. Seven to one. Are we for on LaFleur? the
2: same side here, Drew? And I did not talk about this. Seven to one.
0: On That's a surprising number for a couple reasons here. And uh, number one, the Packers tend to go on an arc over the balance of the season and get better as the season goes on. And Oh, by the way, they're getting healthy. Like you start to look at some of the defensive bodies in practice. It's Smith, Jair Alexander. Uh, they have a matchup this weekend where they're expected to win by almost a touchdown, you know, and they're going to be in some high profile games here down the stretch. Uh, they are playing on uh, uh, in primetime, second to last week of the season. Uh, mm-hmm. So this chance for the Packers to steal the one is very real. And if they do, Matt LaFleur is going to get tons of credit because, number one, he's done it with all these injuries this year across the defensive side of the football. Aaron Rodgers missed time with COVID and, uh, you know, has been playing through toe injury. He was in the conversation last year, didn't get the credit, didn't get the votes. Stefanski won it. Uh, I think people will be falling all over themselves if LaFleur wins a third consecutive season uh, with at least thirteen wins, he's gonna get the uh, you know the achievement award for the last three years of success here at Green Bay. and the one other guy that I think is worth taking serious consideration here is Staley at fifteen to one still. If he wins this game against the chiefs. Chargers have an inside track to get the one seed are at least when the AFC West they had such and A, f- get the one seed.
2: a few and bad losses in the middle crazy. of the season. Yeah. It's not crazy. Um, it's funny. I was doing re- research last night and um, I fired on Matt LaFleur seven to yes. one. This is a great number. And I was happy i didn't text you because we would have been all right this segment might be a little boring we're in agreement but it's more fascinating <laughs> that you just fired up all the reasons that i love and i feel more confident about this what's crazy is that you look after week 14 bill belichick did not even play they were on a bye week his odds went from plus 125 on points bet to plus 100 new england did not play a game and bill belichick's odds came down we've seen that happen in the MVP market as well. But that was crazy. I understand the hype for him to win coach of the year. And if things break his way and they continue to win and a big game, of course, against the Colts this week, I understand the argument. But for right now, hanging Matt LaFleur at 7-1, to I think he's so deserving of coach of the year. I think we're just thinking, or we forget, rather, that Aaron Rodgers had a a holdout. He threatened to hold out, rather, to start the season. He handled that with grace. You think about all of the toe drama, the vaccination drama happening on that team. So many other um mysterious issues going on in the midst of that season all they've done is win they've covered they've come up in big spots and they're probably going to get the one seed matt Lafleur to me at seven to one is the best value best play on the board Source we're simpatico. We like those. We will take Matt LaFleur seven to one. And I know you kind of like Brandon Staley, as you mentioned.
0: Yeah, but outside, you know, outside. chance. Yeah. I just, if you want a couple of a long shots, Brandon sure. Staley is not crazy. Even Brian Flores, if the Miami Dolphins somehow sneak into the playoffs, people probably should have given him more consideration last year. They didn't make the playoffs. He doesn't get consideration. If he does make the playoffs this year, he'll be mentioned at least. Um, but Matt LaFleur. So when we get to the end of the season and people are looking at their entire ballot of voting, They like to distribute, give credit to multiple teams. It's not a matter of like, oh, we're just going to give all the awards to the same team unless you're talking about like the undefeated Patriots. Right. And for that reason, I think it's fair to think that the lion's share of the voting attention for the Patriots will go to Mac Jones, offensive rookie of the year. Clear decision there. No don't easiest, overthink it's it. the
2: easiest decision right. on the board. And
0: so and so like as you're as the guys are going down, they're voting the easy ones. Micah Parsons, defensive rookie of the year, easy one. Uh, mac jones offensive rookie of the year easy one right like you know they'll have okay well i've already voted for one patriot ah man dude a little voter fatigue
2: action going on the packers yeah the
0: packers are the one seed and i don't have any i haven't voted for any packers i didn't vote for aaron Rodgers for mvp because he didn't have as good a season as he had last year when i when i voted for him for mvp um you know what coach of the year Matt LaFleur gets the credit this year, not Aaron Rodgers, not the defense, no individual standout player, not Devontae Adams, offensive player of the year. Nope. We're going to give this to LaFleur for coach of the year. I think yeah. that's a very, very realistic drama. case.
2: Last year's drama, kicking the field goal, whatever. We're over it. This year, he deserves coach of the year. Sitting, getting ready for week 15. Matt LaFleur, 7-1. Seven seven one, to one. We're- We're going to break down all of the games for week 15 coming up at 3 p.m. Eastern today on blitzing the board with obviously Drew and of course, Warren sharp. That's coming up. If you miss it at three p.m. It will be on Peacock on Friday evening up until Sunday, airing a few different times, um, getting ready and helping you with all of your week 15 picks. So be sure to watch that in the meantime, Give the gift of NBC Sports Edge Plus this holiday season. Get 15% off annual subscriptions when you use the code HOLIDAY15 at checkout. This offer turns to coal on December 31st. So visit NBCSportsEdge.com slash Edge Plus today. Give the people what they want. Give the gift of NBC Sports Edge. Make your friends, your family way better betters, and they don't have to make their own model. They can use ours. It helps me because I don't make my own model like Drew does in the NBA. It helps me with my NFL plays and a lot of my prop plays. So be sure to take a look at those. And of course, draft season, daily fantasy, every sport, you name it, we have it. Okay. And that wasn't even me selling it. That was truly how I feel about NBC Sports Edge. Now, As we wrap up the show for today on this, I'm calling it football Thursday. Now we'll switch to an NBA Thursday. We're looking for your favorite play here. It is your edge of the day. Whatever intrigues you the most through the floor is yours. Let's hear it.
0: Well, first of all, I need to acknowledge the fact that my edges of the day in the NBA have been poor (laughs) this week. In fact, to be fair,
2: though, I've been watching the market and and people like you in the NBA space. It's been a wacky week.
0: I know a massive closing line value on my Pacers ticket yesterday. Did not matter because they gave up a 21 to zero run in the fourth quarter of that game against a Chris Middletonless, Giannisless, Milwaukee Bucks. Not great. Um, but you know what? That was, I think this is the ninth week of the season that I've been doing a pick of a day in the NBA, and this is gonna be my first losing week. So I'll take it. Ultimately, this is a, um, a tough, tricky card as well because we only have the four games. There's a little bit of motivational stuff going on with the players if you're watching the games and you're trying to gauge like, okay, who's really invested right now? Like, do these guys really, these guys look like they need a break. It looks like the COVID stuff swirling and the uh, you know player absences and sort of the uncertainty about who's going to be available every night is disrupting things a bit. And so try lightly. Really, betting the NBA is kind of the best advice I can give you. Looking at the board, the sides tonight look relatively tight. I gave serious consideration to taking the Detroit Pistons, but it would be exactly Pacers-like to bet on them last night and to see them melt in spectacular fashion and then to bet against them tonight and watch the watch them just throttle the Detroit Pistons. So uh, have not actually fired a wager on the detroit pistons uh and uh i liked the knicks but uh, this market has been all over the place up to six down to four and a half back up at five right now my angle of the day though is going to be on that knicks and houston rockets game total surprisingly low here I made this one closer to 220 uh, the Houston Rockets are not a team that especially plays good team defense Knicks also uh, maybe a team that people think of as uh, you know Tom Thibodeau tough defensive no they've been quite quite porous defensively this season Houston Rockets are running up tempo in general Houston Rockets coming off a game where they played the defensive master class by the mm-hmm. Cleveland Cavaliers last night so just a little bit of pressure off now that they're back at home and they take on a Knicks team that's Uh, On the road. I think this is going to be a wide open, high paced game. I'm expecting uh, north of 100 possessions here. And I think both teams are going to have reasonably high offensive efficiency. Uh, Just in general, some of the players on the Knicks have. Exciting trends just in terms of their offensive contributions. I know that there will be no Obi top and no RJ Barrett here, but those guys have shot them out of games this season, as opposed to uh, really providing an offensive spark. So uh, ultimately I think uh, this is going to be a, uh, a back and forth high paced free flowing type of game, not a, uh, a slog that would suggest an under. And I will acknowledge I'm the buyback here. There has been some sharp, sharp under action that has come in so far this morning. Uh, and so I am going against that just as a a, a note of warning. Uh, the totals, the most of the uh, kind of real market moving total action this season has been pretty accurate, pretty strong. So that has me a little nervous as well. But uh, again, I think uh, realistically, the pace projection is driving most of my confidence in this over. And I'll take over 214 in the Knicks at the Rockets.
2: We're going to get a good week going here in the NBA. You've crushed it all season long. Um, I like this look. I was confused also why this came down after you brought that to my attention. Houston's given up 120-plus points in three out of their last four, and you take a look at the New York Knicks, and you mentioned that their defense, not the defense that we used to see. They've given up 100-plus in seven of their last eight. You like the pace? I like the pace of play in this. I'll ride with you um, going over tonight in Knicks and Rockets, over 214 available on points bet. I'm not going to be on the show tomorrow, as I mentioned, Von Dalzell filling in, so I'm giving out my teaser. And my teaser for the NFL week, this is my favorite one. I took a break from teasers. Wong teasers were not hitting at the rate that I needed this season. Took a break. We're back on. Dealers, plus eight. Cowboys minus four and a half. I'll give this out uh, pretty quickly. Listen, the Titans, we know they have a pretty good grip here rather on the AFC South and the Steelers every game they play now, they're fighting for a playoff berth. Um, Motivation aside, I think the Steelers are going to be able to get this done. I actually like them plus the two, but giving me some extra confidence, that six point teaser brings me above the seven, which is obviously crucial. I think their pass rush is going to be able to take advantage here. I like the Steelers plus eight and the other side. This is the intriguing side and I'll I'll go into more detail about this later on blitzing the board, but Dallas I think they are going to dominate. I actually took a look at them 10 and a half, but getting them under 10 here and obviously the number of seven, let's take Dallas minus four and a half. I think they're going to dominate both sides of the ball here coming up against this New York Giants team. I don't care if it's Jake from or Mike Lennon. They're not going to be able to get it done. We know the Dallas defense. They've been playing really stellar lately and maybe people take a look at the, the box score and see what happened with Washington. That game was not close last week. We saw that it was some garbage time touchdowns in the end of the game. Dallas gets it done i'll take dallas minus four and a half here a big game from dak prescott tony pollard of course available too that helps and then pittsburgh plus eight two teams six point teaser teasers are back my teasers are back we're hoping for a win here let's get it done on sunday drew
0: i love it fantastic look uh both of those sides have uh you know have some ev neutrally so the fact that you're teasing them and getting across a couple key numbers there is huge for those of you who aren't following 7 and 10 have been just as successful to tease across the season as 7 and 3, so uh, kind of a nice little secondary Wong zone that's been a little bit bit less talked about, which is always nice. Uh, So best of luck. Good luck on the tease this week.
2: Okay, those are our looks. Obviously, my looks for Sunday. I won't be here tomorrow. So, Drew, have a great show with Vaughn. I look forward to hearing about all the NBA plays. Again, blitzing the board coming up at 3 p.m. on our YouTube channel and Peacock After. Thanks for joining us here on Bet the Edge. Be sure to head to NBCSportsEdge.com for more information, awesome analysis, and so many picks just to help you with your wagers throughout the day. Big thanks to all of you tuning in on our NBC Sports Edge YouTube channel. We always appreciate that and love seeing live comments come in as well, so be sure to do that throughout the week. Please don't forget, subscribe, rate the podcast, enjoy the rest of your day. And as always, we wish you nothing but the best of luck with all your wagers. See you soon.
0: Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh- Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming
1: devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? (laughs) Yeah, really.
2: Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better.
1: Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details.